Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. To Pit Stop, Jeremy Horwitz, host of the e-commerce mastermind podcast, merchant himself, does a few things, uh, does just about everything in e-commerce. Back for another episode, and this is going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about how you can get more emails and SMS subscribers, which, as you know, presented by OmniSend, I'm a big fan of, and you can just never have enough of because they're just so valuable, either as part of a campaign or in your automations where... I think the stat is 2% of your emails will generate 30% of your revenue, and those come from your automations. So definitely worth adding more subscribers and enriching that data that you already have with a f- with just more of it. So I'm, I'm losing my words. I was up too early recording on the farm with Jeremy. Jeremy, take over. Take the wheel. What are we talking about today? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back from the barn. Um, so today we're going to be talking about what we call the two for one pop up. What we love about this is that we get more contact information and more a signal of buyer intent from more customers without having really to give too much more away. So the basic concept here is you have a pop up on your website that captures somebody's email. You're probably running some sort of lead magnet like a discount to join or a giveaway or a piece of content. And then what everybody is doing today is on this right you put in your you put in your email and then on the second page it says thank you we'll send you whatever you signed up for your discount your giveaway response later um and then usually has some sort of closeout or if it's a discount maybe they have that like copyable discount code cta button um we loved that tactic and then we really a couple years ago decided to meaningfully invest in sms we thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be the new major own channel, drive a lot of revenue for our brands. Um, it seems to be working. We actually are starting to see some brands hit a parity point where their their monthly revenue is the same from wow. SMS as email, uh, wow. which has been really exciting. Wow. Like I always preach email and SEO is what pays the bills. So if you can reach parity, man. Like there have just... been a couple months where SMS has actually beaten email for uh, one of our brands. So we can't wait to see a couple more hit that point. Yep. Um, but yeah, so basically the concept is instead of having that on that second page just to thank you and saying your let's just go with a discount code because that's the simplest one. Your discount code is coming in your email. We say thank you, you sign up for our email, it's coming. And then we put in a second offer and a second form to capture their phone number. So let's just say that we gave away a 10% all a 10% discount code to capture their email on the first page of the pop-up. On the second page of the pop-up, we'll offer 12% discount code if they give their phone number as well. And what we find happens is usually about half of the people who leave their email will also leave their SMS. And what we find is this incredibly cool experience of also because SMS messages are opened Mm -hmm. so quickly, I think the stats like 90% of SMS messages are opened in the first three minutes of being sent to a customer. No matter what, how many notifications you turn off, everyone always has at least text messages turned on. 
Yes, definitely. And there's currently there's no spam filter or promotions filter that like you're just you're a guaranteed delivery. Mm-hmm. And so what we love is we also especially just because most of our brands have like 70, 80, 90 percent of their traffic is mobile. We also see that it's accelerating the buying habit of they're not bouncing over to an email and then getting distracted and doing something else. They're literally putting all their information in. And then because they've kind of taken that extra step, it also appears a little bit as a mystery discount because you there's nowhere to find it unless you put your email in. Um, we find that people get the text message, click on the link, come back to the site and use the discount code really quickly. And it's it's a accelerating order purchases a little bit. But where we really are finding the value is in we're just capturing so many phone numbers that then we can use downstream in lead generation flows and abandoned cart flows in the order bump that we talked about in a previous episode, in all of our follow-ups as well, that it's it's also feeding this new channel that then we can go and use in all of our lifecycle automations perspectives, all of our campaigns to then go and drive more profitable revenue for our stores. Wow. Like how, how do you how do you say no to that when it's just anything that really is the future is just how do you at least not try that with with such results time and time again so we've actually had a couple people say that they don't want to do it and they're not interested the usual objection is that people are afraid that by investing in their sms channel they're actually going to cannibalize their email channel um which is completely fair to be honest like when i first started in this back in 2017 we had 85% mobile traffic we were selling phone cases and i was like I mean, I'm not going to do SMS. It's spammy and it's it's weird and we already have a great email list. Um, I cannot tell you how wrong I am and I cannot tell you how happy I am that I was wrong because what we've actually found in all of our testing, no matter where we add an SMS message, whether it's campaigns or automations, we actually make more money from two pieces. One, the SMS creates new revenue outside of email. And then the second piece is that we actually see email performance go up. We actually see more revenue and more people click through the emails when we send. I mean, you have to stagger it and you have to coordinate it all. So you're not just like blasting somebody with seven messages at the same if time. If you do, but with the office once again, and to also quote, quote Ryan Howard again, send them a woof. <laughs> yeah. So unless, well, I mean, you could send them woofs, but if you don't want to send them woofs in every message, um, if you coordinate it, we actually find that. Email is better than it was alone. Plus, you're getting all of this new revenue from SMS. Um, And we just find it to be super, super successful. And what we like about it is that we're going to give whatever that lead magnet is, whatever that offer is at the top of funnel that we're going to give away to capture somebody's email. We're going to give them something slightly better that most of the time, if we structure it right, doesn't actually cost us that much more. Um, We particularly like to move away from discounts as our top of funnel lead magnets. But if we if we go down that route, it's really not that much more that you're giving away to capture another channel. And also the important thing to keep in mind is that if somebody gave you their email and then gave you their phone number, they're much, much more likely to buy from you than someone who just gave you their email. So it's a really important like buying intent that if you have multiple pieces of contact information for a customer, they're also much they're much more likely to buy now and stick around and buy more later as well. And I mean, it makes sense. And just to go back to what you said earlier about the fear of cannibalization, there's actually um, an Apple marketing philosophy of that they want to be the ones that cannibalize their own products. If you have your list now, let's say you have uh, 100,000 engaged subscribers, four or five years from now, 
that will not be as valuable as it is now. It's going to deteriorate and get cannibalized anyway. You might as well do it for something that's going to help your existing list and tactics and campaigns and promotions be more effective. But if you don't cannibalize your list, somebody else will. Yeah, definitely. I think the other, the big piece to keep in mind here is that like, I think as marketers, it's really easy to fall in the trap of like assuming that your customers are aware of all of the marketing because you're obsessed with it. When in reality, your customers maybe see 10% of the stuff that you put out there across all your different channels. And so that's why we're such believers. We call it channel diversification, but it's the same concept of just keeping people on all of your lists because in reality, they're probably not seeing most of the stuff that you put out there. I mean, there are definitely the couple of core, hardcore, like evan evangelical customers that are obsessively tracking everything. But realistically, the majority of your customers aren't. So having coordinated messaging, having follow-ups across multiple channels is actually a huge boon, especially with knowing so many people today are on their phone. They're distracted. They're doing 9 million things. They're not necessarily like, they're. I mean, I mean, if you're doing good marketing, they're almost never actually ready to buy when you reach out to them. You're probably interrupting them in some manner. And so having those multiple touch points, having those multiple follow-ups is really, really helpful in getting people back to your site and getting people back to take action. Because it's so easy for someone to open an email or see something on social, it flies away, and then they completely forget about it. And then it takes the new ad or the new post or the new email for them to come back. Versus if you're hitting them in all those places at the same time, it's much more likely to push them to take an action. It is short of point of purchase marketing. You're, you're interrupting someone and they're probably not ready to buy, but your job is just to remind them that you're, you're there when they are and not to piss them off so that they refuse to buy from you when they are ready. Yeah, definitely. And that's a very important caveat you threw in there. Yeah, don't piss them off. Like make it a valuable message in each touch point. Um, but yeah, that's why we're so big. That's, we're such big believers in capturing that contact information at the top of funnel because one, it's your greatest volume of opportunity to collect those that contact information. And two, it just affords us the opportunity to be flexible and creative with all those downstream messages that we want to send. Mm -hmm. Well, Jeremy, I think that that's the perfect time to wrap it up. We just said people are busy doing 9 million things. So how can we keep them listening to, to us any longer? I appreciate that. I appreciate the time that everybody's already spent listening to us. Um, and excited to see a lot of people roll out two for ones. It's been really meaningful change for our business. So I hope everybody listening rolls that out for their business. I as hope well. so too. Um, and let's say we have some really evangelical listeners. Maybe people can't get enough of you, Jeremy. Where can people continue to hear your voice? Yeah. So we are on all major podcasting platforms mm -hmm. similar to rolled up where our name is. The are you on uh, are you on Amazon audible? Audible Prime. I didn't even know that, that was, you can put a podcast mm -hmm. on Audible They're doing Prime. big things. So without having a book, if you search Lucas Walker on Audible now, Lucas Walker's Pit Stop and Lucas Walker's Rolled Up show up. Hmm. Okay. I'll definitely have to check that out. Okay. Everywhere the Rolled Up is outside of Audible Prime. Um, Messenger Mastermind. Um, and also if you just want to connect with me on LinkedIn, it's Jeremy Horowitz, H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z. I post stuff daily, just all econ related, all tactics strategies that you can roll that we've been testing and you can roll out in your business. Um, and always happy to chat further about this. Awesome. Thank you so much. Those engine sounds you're hearing means it's time to take off. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you to the sponsors, OmniSend Shogun for making these podcasts possible.
Omnisense Carton Ciders podcast is back for season three, and I'm going to be joining your host, Craig Zakowitz, providing a little bit of color commentary at the start of every episode. I'm Lucas Walker, and you might know me from my stint at some of the top e-commerce apps. You might have heard my podcast or seen me as the founder of a natural dog treat direct-to-consumer brand. I'm going to be bringing my experience to provide a little bit of color commentary at the start of each episode as Greg, members of the customer support team, and of course, OmniSend customers, chat about their strategies and how they're preparing for the second half of the year. If you want to follow along, head to OmniSend.com, check out the resource library. If you're an OmniSend customer, you're going to get a ton out of this podcast. And if you're not, you still will as we look at merchants and their data across a variety of industries. But if you are curious about OmniSend, you can head to OmniSend.com, sign up for a free trial, get started in minutes. The most intuitive email marketing platform that I have ever used, especially when integrating with my Shopify site. So I'll see you right back here, wherever you're listening to this trailer each and every week for season three of OmniSense Cart Insiders podcast. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.